0: Hey guys, it's Jesse. It's also Hannah. And this is a podcast. <laughs> there we go. Ooh. It's just a podcast. It's just a podcast. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, we watch the L word and we talk about being gay. Are we changing our name? Is this happening? Yes. So <clears throat> we are changing our name, and right now for this last ep not sorry, as we're recording this, you're gonna you guys are gonna be seeing this episode of the LOL word as uh, the LOL word. We're going to be keeping our same RSS feed, but Hannah and I and our um, people in charge. The bosses. That, the bosses. The network heads. Brittany and Daniel. Um, we've all sort of like decided together to change our name. Because um, Hannah and I are we are planning on doing like a long game with this mm-hmm. so that like we don't just like Stop producing content when we're done with this show in like six months. Um,
1: <laughs> I wish we would be done with the show in six months. Let's not exaggerate how it's long. It's more
0: like it. an, a year, right?
1: I once counted up how many weeks it will take us to get through the show in a moment of sadness. And it was, um, I think it's a little under two years in total. And we've been doing mm. this for six months now. So, well, if you think about it, it took us <laughs> six months and we're finishing season two today.
0: That's pretty good. And there
1: are six seasons. The sixth season is short. So if you think about it, it's going to take us about six months times four minus a little. So a little under two years.
0: Yeah, we're going to be changing the name of our podcast to That's So Lesbian. Yes. Um, and that's partially inspired by a line that uh, Shane has when Dana and Tanya are still together and they're renovating the the planet. Oh, I and thought it was
1: just a That's So Raven reference, which I've never seen. It's
0: that, too. It's both.
1: I was too old it's for like, That's So Raven. It was after me.
0: Um, I was I was too young, and my brother was too young, and I had to watch what he was mm. able to watch. So I really didn't watch that much of it. It was just but in this
1: lost zone between my stuff, my age and your age.
0: Exactly. So it's kind of That's So Raven, even though we neither one of us really watched it. And it's also a reference to something that Shane says, and also we're both probably lesbians.
1: I mean, I'm definitely a lesbian.
0: You're definitely. I don't know what's going but on me, with me, probably. I mean, if you um, know what's
1: good for you, you'll decide that you're a lesbian. It's just, it's really, we'll see what happens.
0: I know, I know. Um, I'm rooting for I actually, for you. thank you. I have lesbian personal news. Yes! Um, and that would be that... Um, so I went on a second date yes. with the girl that I went on the first date with, obviously. Yes. Um, and we went and saw a show, and it was, like, it was pretty good, but I just, like, I got this vibe that, like, she was just so not as into it as I was. Oh, no. Yeah, and then I got a message from her today saying that she just wants to be friends. Oh, what do you think happened? I'm just, like too emotional i guess no No, i don't know i think it was that like i am in a place right now where it's like i'm ready to commit to someone and like get really into a relationship Mm -hmm. and i don't think that like she wants that i mean yeah and also like she definitely doesn't have the time in her life and i think she might have, like, been starting to realize that, like, if you want to have a relationship in your life, you have to, like, make the time for one. Yeah. Um, And I don't think that she, like, wanted to do that. So, Uh, like, I get it. That sucks.
1: Yeah. I have sort of a similar thing with with Utah Girl, where we're still exactly where we were last time we've checked in. Nothing has changed. But um, when we first started dating and then she was moving to utah really she was saying that she had not plans to get into anything even to the extent that we were in it at that point because she's never been in a relationship like ever like her longest relationship was like five weeks long like this is definitely her most serious thing she's ever done and wow we were very much on the same page when she was leaving where we were like we didn't expect this to happen we're both feeling the same things like we were very open about like basically how we were falling for each other and how it was, seemed like it had long-term potential. And then she was leaving. And I yeah. thought that there was going to be more of a fade out when she left. And I wasn't expecting to hear from her all the time. And instead she's texting me all the time. She just texted me like an hour ago. So mm. she's her, the job. We mentioned the job ending today. It's ending in November. And I still, I didn't ask what her plans were cause I'm a coward. So I still do not know what's happening after that. So yes, no updates on that, but we're still talking. She's still great. And my life is still kind of just on hold. I, I made a list of things that I was looking forward to that are coming up because I just felt so, like, stagnant and depressed with my life. And I hate when it gets cold. So it's been... Yep. I'm trying to, like, not feel despairing about the passage of time. So stuff like her coming back, potentially. Um, weddings I'm going to. Uh, seeing my sister over the holidays. Uh, becoming an aunt. Becoming an aunt is definitely on there. Um the holidays themselves so like just trying to get amped about things instead of feeling just hideously depressed and wanting to gouge my brains out all the time it's just a good time things Uh, are going great over here I was trying to think of something I wanted to do this morning because I woke up like I don't have a fucking job I don't do anything responsible with my life because I'm a waste of space and I'm sitting there I'm like I can do I can do anything in the world that I want to do and there was nothing that I wanted to do it was very depressing (laughs) There was nothing.
0: Are you, like, seeing anyone? No, but this? I
1: should. I'm irresponsible. Yeah, I, think you should. I know. I'm such a piece of shit. I really need to. Um,
0: I think it would just be, like, so good for you. And, like, it seems like that's the only thing left, really. I know.
1: It's, like, it's not sustainable at this point. But uh, I'm so afraid that if I go to someone, they'll give me, like, steps that I actually need to take to improve my life and I just And that's just the that. worst.
0: <laughs> like that's why I only go to my psych at this that's point. That's the
1: thing is I definitely need like drugs and not therapy because therapy might tell me ways that I need to improve as a person and I can't I can't do that. That's not in the cards. So
0: well I know a psych that is like <sighs> really fucking close to where you live oh
1: yeah because I hated mine about the time I lived in Maryland and I don't want to go back to her
0: okay yeah no it was just this dude and like he was fine it took, oh, he did tell me that dude. I was faking being bipolar but... okay then
1: I don't think I want to go to this guy <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just figured if you already had a diagnosis, he can't be like, they don't know what they're saying.
1: That's true. I could do that. But uh, I don't want to go to a guy. I've never been to a man psychiatrist. It does not sound fun.
0: Oh, I have a man psychiatrist here. I think he might be gay. Oh, um, but... I could
1: do a gay guy.
0: Yeah, he's like the coolest, and I love him. Um, and he's finally starting to believe me. Oh, good. So in case you guys didn't know, Hannah and I are like clones of each other. We are. Yeah.
1: I'm just much taller.
0: A taller clone and sl- <laughs> like, you know, like 6 years older.
1: I was stretched at birth. You <laughs> we were squished. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've never had trouble getting doctors to believe me about bipolar stuff actually. And I've always been very nervous that they wouldn't. But I'm just very nervous about that all the time. But um
0: I think I'm just unlucky cuz I've got type 2 and I'm Yeah, younger. type 2 is
1: harder for people to understand, I think.
0: Yeah. We're about to
1: do the bipolar episode in Degrassi. That's our next episode.
0: Is it the one with um uh sh- fuck his name. I don't know it anymore. Craig, my child. Yes. Oh. Yes. What a good ass episode. I know I love it. I'm so excited. So we're
1: talking about that next week and I'm just
0: amped. amped nice. Amped, amped, amped. But this is
1: not the LOL word. Sort of. It's kind of the LOL word. It's it's that's so lesbian LOL word. It's a uh, it's a hybrid this week what yeah. are we we're in transition we're a
0: transition episode yeah and so like when we come back for next season which will probably be in like two weeks then you guys Ooh, will... we're gonna
1: take a break that's fun
0: yeah i yeah Cause just because we did one last time all right sure yeah and also like you know school and life and that way when we come back we better be more on track <laughs> we i don't want to
1: be on track
0: But it's nice. Is it? For everyone else and not ourselves. I
1: don't know. I'm never on track in my other podcast and people don't seem to mind.
0: I think 10 minutes of avoiding the L word means that we absolutely have to start talking about it.
1: Oh, fine. Degrassi, we will go for half an hour without talking about Degrassi. You have very strong standards.
0: Well, Degrassi doesn't have network heads and
1: we do. But we also don't edit Degrassi down. And what? you can ed- you added edit- can edit out all the bullshit. I don't edit out shit on Degrassi, so that's, there's also that.
0: That's true.
1: All right, let's talk about it.
0: Okay, I I have a lot of thoughts and feelings on this episode that I didn't realize I was gonna have.
1: Oh great! I have a lot of questions and stuff I didn't understand. So
0: okay, cool. What are your let's let's talk about the trajectory of the episode? Yes, I'm pretty sure it started with like Bet and Tina going to a doctor's appointment.
1: Yeah, they were, like, on their way there. Our little opener was Jenny taking her clothes off again at the club.
0: So unnecessary.
1: I know. We just saw it. And then, um, yeah, then Bette and Tina were interrupted by Helena on their way to the doctor's appointment. And Tina and Helena's dynamic continues to confuse me because Tina's also dating Bette, but she was real pissy at Helena for dating other people in this scene. Yeah. And I'm like, this is why you need to have conversations. So that just made no fucking sense. And Helena was just messy this whole episode.
0: Helena was just, like, the worst version of herself this episode.
1: Yeah, it was not good.
0: She never gets this bad again, if I remember. Mm, that's good. Um, I mean, at least not, like, in this way, which is just, like, the ultimate shitty shitstorm. Yeah. Um,
1: we got to see her kids again. They seem did. as neglected as always.
0: We will never see them ever again. Really? Never how they cease to exist this show has short term memory loss
1: that's wild so they don't even like mention like oh they're with her ex-wife
0: um they might mention like briefly but you
1: seriously never see them again you
0: literally never see them
1: oh my god I don't think I appreciated them enough
0: yeah I didn't say goodbye to them geez we
1: have Angelica at least
0: Oh God, that's just the fucking worst name. It's just a bad the name. Worst. Ugh. Anyone like who grew up with the Rugrats mm-hmm. knows that that is the name of an evil child. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's literally the only Angelica like in popular culture. Like it's just her.
0: Yeah, I mean, like there's technically Eliza Sky. No, sorry, Angelica Skyler, but like I don't know who that is. Uh, from Hamilton, she's oh, like also a like historical Hamilton. figure, but um. Like, I'm so the like, one
1: holdout on Hamilton.
0: Yeah. But I, I, me. I don't think that Angelica Schuyler has quite the foothold on popular culture <laughs> that Angelica Pickles had.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: And like you could do like
1: Angelina or Angeline. Those are adorable. Yeah. So just do that instead. Yeah. But no. Angelica. Eesh.
0: It's really, it's so ugly. God. No.
1: It's really a shame. Um, Um, But we're not at her yet. She's not born. She's still inside.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, Pet and Tina, like, you can just tell that they are, like, in their own little world. And it's almost like they didn't even fucking talk to Helena. Like, what?
1: None of this has been talked about. I really feel like I missed something. Because now, all of a sudden, Tina and Pet are all happy together again. And Tina wants to move back home. And I'm like, but you're still dating Helena I'm like did you break up with Helena like what happened I felt like this stuff happened off screen and I wasn't privy to it and I just had never understood Tina and Beth's relationship at all I did appreciate the part when Helena told Robin Trevatsky that she should get pregnant because then I just decided that Helena has a pregnancy fetish and this whole thing was just about that
0: it really was
1: yeah and then everything started to make more sense to me that she was more willing to let Tina go because she was about to have the baby so she wasn't gonna be pregnant anymore but it's The whole Tina and Helena dynamic was a mess. I agree. And uh, it it was just... There was no reason. I really wish they just hadn't had those two date at all. And it, Helena had just been around.
0: Yeah. I. This season has been just terrible decisions of who the writers are pairing together. Yeah,
1: it really feels like they're just kind of throwing pairings at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yes. So like, let's test the chemistry between these guys, and let's test the chemistry between these. And it's like... How about you do that in rehearsals <laughs> and then, like, actually write the scripts for the pairs that work yeah. instead of just testing people for an episode or two?
0: They don't know what the fuck they're doing.
1: Don't get it. We're going to have similar stuff like this in Queer as Folk with couples that... Um, It actually, it kind of happens in reverse, where if you read behind-the-scenes stuff, it's couples that they weren't planning to have stay together, but then the chemistry between them ended up being really good, so then they ended up staying together for a long time. So it's kind of the opposite. It's kind of like the lesbian version of this, where couples just become really serious instead of being casual.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Oh, someday we'll get to queer smoke. It's going to be so great.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So... Uh, Shane and Carmen are another thing that I feel like happened when I wasn't looking.
0: so pointless. All of a sudden, they just start, like, chilling.
1: They're like on a date, Shane's opening the door for her and shit. Yeah. There was a sex scene where I could not figure out what sex act they were performing.
0: Yes! And it was so (laughs) long! Why? It was really
1: long. I was watching it at 1.8 speed, and it was still real long.
0: Yeah. Also, okay... We got to talk about this. There's no way that Carmen is a bottom. So how I mean, can... I can see Carmen is a bottom. Really? She just yeah. really has the attitude of a top.
1: Uh, she reminds me a lot of my ex-girlfriend, who is very much bottom, um, where oh. I feel like she's kind of like take charge, but she's really femmy, so then she gets in bed and she just wants to be treated like a princess huh okay she seems like the kind of person who becomes less dominant in bed instead of more dominant Hmm. whereas then other people can be the opposite of that so i think um i think she she reads to me that way but carmen also i hate to say it doesn't feel gay to me
0: she doesn't
1: she doesn't there and helena doesn't either there are a couple characters Hmm. on the show who i just don't feel like are gay and it actually now i think about it, it might just be carmen and helena who i don't buy is gay
0: um fucking tina like i know she's yeah bi.
1: yeah tina is also
0: like that actress right is there. legitimately bi but i would never ever guess that
1: no it's it might be because she's pregnant and i just can't ascribe a sexuality to a pregnant person but we'll see you later
0: Ooh, she's just she's her. very marshmallowy. She really um
1: bet gay buy it shane obviously uh, yeah. Dana, yep, on board. Alice, Alice I know yes. she's by, but fine. Um, it, uh, Jenny, sure. Jenny, yeah, yeah. Jenny, I gotta say, her little hawk at the beginning of this episode was so fucking cute. Very
0: cute. Also, and okay, she keeps on taking the bus like it's some like weird dangerous thing for her to do. Yeah. Which also, that's propaganda. There's no public transportation <laughs> in Los Angeles. Um, I have heard that. But um, also, it's not dangerous. I take the bus everywhere. The bus scene is one of the questions that
1: I had. There's a part where she gets on the bus and then she like sees someone there and is hugging them. Who it's a is little that? girl. Why is she hugging some little girl? Because she's very
0: predatory.
1: But she can't just do that. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> I realize yes. this is like symbolically her embracing herself as yes. a young girl. Like, I get it. It's not that I don't get it. I just you she's also literally embracing a young girl and you can't just do these things i i hate myself though because i'm watching this episode and you gotta understand before i had watched when i had watched only season one of this show before i had heard about shane and carmen as like this mythic couple yeah they were like the ship and i'm not feeling it at all oh. same and I love Shane so I was like I was ready to get on board with this couple I was not resistant and then I hate myself
0: because I'm looking at this fucking scene with Shane and Jenny and, and Shane I'm like and Jenny start to make so much sense there were so many scenes this episode where they were like yeah this is a couple
1: I'm seeing the chemistry and I hate myself but I am seeing it that first scene outside the strip club just the way that they look each other at each other they've got chemistry there like Mm -hmm. jenny annoys me a lot as a character but the actress is very good yes and the actress who plays shane is very good and putting the two of them together you're gonna have strong scenes yes and um they they do a lot with their eyes Mm -hmm. which a lot of people on the show are not doing so (laughs) (laughs) it's working for me and i look at it and i'm like damn it i hate myself but it's they're working for me, and that scene with the naked hug was was real nice. Really,
0: I'm just like Shane is so there for her. Shane all is
1: the such time. a good person; it makes me want to die. Like, yeah. there's, I I have so many feelings about her, and she has the worst friends. She really does. Oh God, it's just not fair to her. I just want to whisk her away. And Carmen is very pretty, but yeah, that's it. Yep, and probably not gay. Like I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see Um, it either.
0: But let's talk about the uh Melvin's funeral.
1: Yeah, so it's at the planet because that's their only set.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it really
1: is. (laughs) Which was so tacky. Melvin would obviously want it to be in a church. Just do it in a fucking church.
0: The planet
1: Oh god, you guys. Um Kit's son came, which I guess I'm supposed to have feelings about.
0: (laughs) I I have no feelings
1: about it. There was this discussion at the funeral that I felt like could have been such a great scene, but then it wasn't.
0: The one with Gloria Steinem?
1: The one with Gloria Steinem, where they're talking about the feminism-lesbian connection and divide.
0: It feels really dated. I did like Jenny
1: pointing out that a lot of gay girls aren't feminists, because that's very true. Um, Even today? Yeah. There's plenty of just terrible gay girls out there who they think that they're feminists, but they're not. But was the implication in that scene that Shane was not a feminist? Yeah. What was that? Stupid. And I don't understand any of this. I went back and watched it twice. Yeah. To see if they were in fact implying that Shane was not a feminist.
0: They're implying that. And I also don't understand this whole conversation that now is coming to the real world where (laughs) lesbians aren't feminists. It's about
1: not, well, respecting women doesn't go hand in hand with sleeping with women, or else no, all yeah. straight men would be feminist. Yeah. So we're not inherently feminist because we're gay any more than straight men are inherently feminist because they sleep with women.
0: But feminism is the idea that women should be equal.
1: Yeah, but not all women who sleep with women think that women should be equal.
0: That's so fucking weird. Yeah. They Do people, kinda, like, not like,
1: think, think, think that they with do, their but brains? They, no, they don't think with their brains at all. And it's just about them not critically looking at the world as something that oppresses women and just living in their little bubbles and just not caring. Mm -hmm. And also, maybe this is obviously more sticky, but the ways that they perform femininity and the ways that they uh, have sex with women might not be feminist. They might be stuff that plays into the patriarchy and is really uh, buying into sort of the masculine perception of lesbianism mm.
0: instead of
1: actual lesbianism at its core. You can you can have some pretty heterosexual sex between two lesbians. And I'm not talking about strap-ons. That doesn't make it strap-ons. It's just about uh, a lack of respect and communication and a real rigidity to gender roles.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, when we talk about stuff like... We talk about the fact that, like, tops and bottoms aren't, like rigid the way that this show wants them to be yeah. and the way that stuff like queer folk really wants them to be
0: yeah
1: um because that's not queer that's yeah. like unqueer to have really staunch sexual roles like that and you, you can't really have feminism in a non-queer world i think you gotta queer the shit out of it or else it's just it's just heterosexual sex between two women yeah I mean, if we look at characters like Bet, I could buy that Bet isn't a feminist.
0: That Bet isn't?
1: Yeah. You could sell yeah. me on this. Oh, yeah. Because Bet definitely seems to run herself in the way that seems like she's the exception to other women. Yeah. And she seems to grab power in masculine ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would buy if someone wrote an essay about why Bet is not a feminist. I would read that essay and I could potentially agree. Shane, I have a harder time with. Yeah. And I think what they're saying is that because Shane is more masculine in presentation, because she's pretty butch, that that makes her not a feminist. And I am so not on board with that at all. Yeah. Because Shane is at no point trying to be a man, which is not to say, of course, that trans men can't be feminists. They absolutely can. Yeah. But um, she's not denying femininity just by the way that she dresses that's not what that means yeah it's not denigrating fems to be butch yeah like inherently that's not what it is it's just a personal presentation sort of thing so i feel like they're turning basically the way that shane dresses into a political statement that shane has never made and of course it's a negative political statement because we can't be nice to butch girls ever
0: yeah this is also something that will never come back and never mean anything ever So
1: I feel like this could have been a really interesting discussion.
0: Wait, but also, like, if you think about it in relation to, like, the the conversations that were happening earlier, where, like, Carmen said that, like, Republicans can be sexy. Like, Shane, like, was reacting adversely to that, too. And if she was not a feminist, you would think that maybe she would have reacted, like, like... Sorry, my brain is th- like thinking. No, of the I agree French with you way to say this, but I guess uh, <laughs> say it in it, French. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess like agreeing with Carmen. Yeah, Carmen
1: was the one who came off as less of a feminist in that. Yeah, seen because she was the one who wasn't taking this stuff seriously and yeah. wasn't being critical. Instead, was going, "Oh, it's it's funny how they're stupid," which is you know not how it works because they're oppressing you. Yeah, um, there was also a weird element of that. Um, conversation where they were talking about whether sexuality was like inherent or whether it was a choice and i yeah. did not like the dichotomy they set up where lesbianism is inherent but bisexuality is a choice there was a, yep. definitely a weird sort of categorization that was happening there yeah um and i just but think also that like not all that clear cut
0: yeah and some of the points that they were trying to make was also that like while lesbianism can be inherent like we're still like quote-unquote, predisposed to being attracted to men or enjoying sex with men.
1: Yeah, I couldn't figure out what that was when they were talking about predisposed. I think, I thought that they were talking about being predisposed to being lesbians.
0: Oh, but no, think I think th- they were talking about being predisposed to enjoying sex with men. Okay, but, well, that's gross. Um, I think Eileen Chenkin doesn't understand what the word predisposed means. Mm, okay. Um, and what makes more sense is to say that Um, women are socialized to, like, think that they're supposed to be having sex with men and think that they're supposed to be enjoying it, um, as opposed to being biologically predisposed. Yeah. I'm definitely not
1: biologically predisposed to enjoy sex with men because I don't enjoy sex with men, so. Yeah. Yeah, And there was also Alice had a line where she's like, I fall in love with hearts, not genitals or something, which like, is, of course, some up. transphobic bullshit, because <laughs> as a lesbian, I don't fall in love with vaginas. That's not how it works. I am also falling in love with people. Thank you very much. I just don't enjoy the company of men. So why would I want to date one? It's yeah. People really overthink stuff. Just let me be. Yeah. Everyone is really on lesbians for falling in love with genitals in quotes in a way that they're really not on straight people about it or Or gay men. Absolutely. You really got to wonder why lesbian is the only sexuality that is assumed to be transphobic as a default. Uh Uh-huh. It drives me crazy. I don't really have a problem with lesbians being assumed to be biphobic as a default because let's be fucking real as a group we goddamn are. Uh But what I don't see is lesbians being transphobic as a default. I don't see that. I see the biphobia. I don't see the transphobia. And I feel like transphobia in the lesbian community is called out so readily. We police each other really hard on it as we should. But it's just – I think it's really interesting that all the sexualities in the world bisexuals i will say also do get it from people who don't understand the definition of bisexual and think that it means two genders and so people give them shit (laughs) but again that gets jumped on right away where and then everyone goes like why aren't you pansexual so just like shut up but um so bisexuals do get that too but i think lesbians are uniquely targeted with accusations unfounded accusations of transphobia and it bothers me yep I would of course date a trans woman. I wouldn't want to have the kind of sex I would have with a trans woman that I would have with a man because I don't want to have sex with a man. This does not make me transphobic. it makes me a lesbian. Yeah. and it's just this is very hard for people to understand. The great news is a trans woman wouldn't want to have the kind of sex with me that a man would have with me because she's not a man. Yeah. so it's really not that complicated and yeah. people really just <sighs> they get my goat, Jesse.
0: I, I totally get it. I totally understand. Do you want to hear something about, like, a real conversation that I had with a person the other day?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: yes. Um, so it's kind of in the same vein. I was talking to this one girl that I know because it's my job to talk to <laughs> Jewish students. Um, I'm actually legitimately getting paid for this. And I was, like, sitting down for coffee with this girl. And, like, we were just talking about, like, dating and shit. And I think I asked her, like, what her um, sexual orientation was just because, like, she seems like she might be queer. Mm -hmm. Like, I know the kind of people that she hangs out with, like, a lot of them are queer. And Mm -hmm. I just thought, you know, like, it might be possible. Um, And she goes, uh, God, how did she say it? She basically said to me,
1: um, I'm so excited.
0: She basically said to me, ew, no, thank you. That's gross. Like, what? Like, my sexual orientation isn't, like, entirely about, like, fucking. Yeah. Like, I like women non-sexually as well as sexually. Like, but in, like, a gay romantic way. Yeah. Like, what? It was just, like, weird and shitty, and I really have been thinking about it ever since I had this conversation. That's so weird. Yeah. And in 2018! I mean, I it, I almost wish you had asked
1: her like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? And then she had said, no, that's gross. Because then at least I would have like gotten like a vibe of like where she was coming from. I would have been like, okay, I see you. Like, I get what's going on. You yeah. do. You live your life. But like the question about like sexual orientation being gross is like, like you can be asexual, but I feel like you shouldn't call sexual orientation gross. Gross.
0: Yeah. She was like that's rude. <laughs> everyone asked me this question and i'm like no i'm not a lesbian that's gross like you can do that but that's gross
1: oh god this morning through my roommate when i was at brown who went to uh brown's big dance which is called sex power god and it's Ooh. very very queer yeah i didn't go actually i went home that weekend because i was miserable and i was going home as, as often as i could but it was remember i was straight then so it was yeah it was very queer you know they had you know It's a lot of, like, bondage and harnesses and stuff like that. Ooh! But, yeah, I know. I'm sad I missed it, but whatever. So, um, my roommate went, and she was on Skype talking to a friend about it. And she kept saying stuff like, and then there were these two guys, and they were just, like, making out. And it was, like, so weird and gross. I mean, like, not gross, but, like, it was so weird. And, like, I was worried they were going to, like, come on to me. And I was like, I don't think you understand what two guys making out means. And there was just a lot of that. She was messy. (laughs)
0: Straight people are like stupid so stupid. She
1: also gave me such a gay vibe too, so I don't know if she was just like having a closet of the thing or what. I mean, but she felt real look, gay.
0: We can all admit it. I was homophobic when I was straight. So yeah, I, but I was also was, like
1: ten, mm, so I don't know if I was. I wasn't great when my sister came out. Uh, which was when I was twelve. Um, I was uncomfortable with it because I didn't know any gay people. Mm. But It was more the issue of, like... But I was fine with, like, gay people, like, in the abstract, you know? Uh, It was just this idea of, like, someone close to me is gay and I don't know how to act, so I'm uncomfortable. But, like, I was always like, yay, gay marriage and shit like that, because my family is. So, that was just how... My gay aunt's been
0: a lesbian and with a woman for longer than I've been alive.
1: Same with my gay aunt. So,
0: yeah. It was just sort of, like, I... My mom... Uh, time to drag my mom. Yeah, you know, everyone, her. it's your favorite time of the podcast <laughs> where I shit on my mom. <laughs> Insult her tits while you we were here. <laughs> I, they really are the <laughs> ugliest fucking things ever. Um, but she, like, hates my gay aunt. Like, she hates her sister. They talk constantly, but my mom hates the shit out of her. And I don't understand this. And so Younger Me extrapolated my mom hating her sister to be that, like, you know, like, how kids, like, don't understand yeah. fucking anything. Yeah, you know kids so-
1: are stupid? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I just, like, assumed that, like, my parent must be right, I guess, and so there must be something wrong with my aunt, because she's gay, so now I have to be homophobic. Mm-hmm. Of course. But the way of the so- world is actually that not only does my mom suck, but my aunt's <laughs> also not too great either, but... <laughs> i like that plot twist (laughs) (laughs) moral of the story they both suck
1: (laughs) Uh, i do like the dragon your mom part of the podcast
0: Ugh, it's i just do it all the time and it's the best
1: it is great i tell a lot of shit that my parents would not want out there on degrassi and my mom's a patron too so i feel really bad about it but she doesn't listen so yeah whatever she's just paying me
0: okay that's kind of nice yeah I That's bought, um, uh, God, I hope my parents never listen to this, but I did buy something really expensive the other day. Oh, what'd you get? My mom's credit card. Um, I bought AirPods. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, the worst, so. No,
1: they're crucial. You gotta have them, because phones don't have headphone jacks anymore.
0: They don't, and I was trying to get it to hook up to my computer, but I have to do a whole update, so. Mm, yeah. The listeners don't give a shit.
1: No, they don't. My phone has a headphone jack, which is why I will never upgrade it. Yeah. I will die with this phone. Also, it's small, and I don't like those big ass phones.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't. Mine's, like, honestly too big to fit in my pocket.
1: Yeah, no, Um, thank you.
0: Which is a lesbian essential because we don't carry purses.
1: God knows I don't. I told my dad. My dad asked me if I had a purse with me, and I was like, no, I'm a lesbian. And he was like, some lesbians carry purses. And I was like, who? Who? (laughs) And he had none for me. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to tell me shit about lesbians. Saul Mosquitoes, as if.
0: (sighs) <sighs> um,
1: all right, so we should talk about the L word.
0: Yes. How much money do you think that they had to spend on this episode to get Gloria Steinem, Betty, and Hart?
1: I know. It's just, they blew all of their funds. That's why they had to have the funeral of the planet. They couldn't afford a church after that. Ugh,
0: that's for sure.
1: They had to just set sort of, God. One of my least favorite things about TV shows is setting events and places that they should not be when it's clearly like a budget thing and it would never actually happen
0: that's fair uh,
1: drives me crazy yeah people everyone gets married in their backyards and tv shows because they can't afford anywhere else oh it's just it pulls me right out of it uh speaking of doing things where they shouldn't be done um tina's home birth Uh, (laughs) for real (laughs) what happens during it she like all of a sudden has a really high fever did they explain this she starts shitting herself just well that's gonna happen (laughs) i know that's
0: normal no she has some like black ooze come out of her
1: yeah it was the uh whatever it is it's the the baby poop whatever it's called
0: yeah i don't know and uh and she's like crying and it's like you can just tell either it's bad acting or it's just like Weirdly, not what it's supposed to sound like.
1: Yeah, but then they were just like, she has a fever of 105, and I'm like, when did that happen? People don't just get fevers of 105 out of nowhere.
0: I don't know. I think, like, her temperatures started rising, and they rushed her to the hospital, and then they, like, didn't drug her properly, and so she passed the fuck out after giving birth. Yeah, her blood
1: pressure dropped or something. It was a whole thing. It was very dramatic. I, one time, I spent, like, a whole afternoon just watching videos of water births um okay people put them on youtube and they're very soothing to watch because the baby doesn't cry yeah so it's like they're they're fun to watch and the moms always look really into it and it makes me think like oh shit i would do a water birth that seems cool
0: yeah when i used to think that like you know i was gonna be resigned to having my own children i was gonna have a water birth
1: (laughs) yeah water births are cool you don't want to have kids now
0: uh well not physically i just you know i've got too much shit that i feel like i don't want to pass down yeah Um, you know, I'm also a carrier for Tay-Sachs. Oh, fun. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I could adopt and not have it be shunned by my family because, like, half of my family is adopted.
1: Yeah. I could adopt. I think I would feel jealous if my partner had a baby and not me. I think I would feel left out of that. I think Mm. I'm too femme for that. But, um. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, like, healthy enough to carry a child. <laughs> also, I have shit that I will pass on. So, uh, But I'm not a Tay-Sachs carrier, probably, because my sister's not, so. Yeah. There's that. I got that going for me. But they have the baby. The baby is huge.
0: Yeah, you can tell <laughs> it's not a newborn. It's not a newborn. They don't Everyone even do the fucking skin-to-skin. Skin.
1: No. They just wrap that shit up. <laughs> so that's Angelica. She's here. Yeah. We'll see how that works out.
0: Um, let's talk about Jenny Taking the bus for the second time in the episode. Yeah, oh, and then we gotta ooh. talk about Alice and Dana. Oh, fuck. Actually, let's talk about Alice and Dana first. Yeah,
1: that's less serious. Um, yeah. So Alice drives a Mini Cooper, which I used to have, so that's exciting.
0: They do keep this car for the rest of the show. Oh, it's I had a Mini very Cooper good until
1: I totaled it. Yikes. Yikes. Um, So Alice is being paranoid and terrible.
0: Yeah, she I is. I think...
1: I think I feel safe at this point saying that Alice is my least favorite character.
0: Oh my God. Okay. I know. What I like about Alice is her moments of self-awareness and like I like them so much that they redeem her character for me. I I do understand that. Yeah because there's this moment if you guys didn't fucking watch the episode where um, Dana and Alice are like Fighting, because I think Alice asked her to move in. I don't remember. Yeah. And Dana is like, whoa, dude, that's too fast. Yes. And, um, then she's, like, trying to, like, I guess, like, fix the situation. And she goes, I like you. I like us. And Alice gets all shitty and bitchy and is like, you, I can't believe you just said that you like me. Um, Mm. like, calm the fuck down. Alice. Um... And then they... Oh God, sorry. I, yeah, there's brain. a nice
1: scene. I know this scene you're thinking of. It's when yeah. Alice says she doesn't want to be like Lenny and of Mice and Men. And, yeah. Um, then she says, I can't even talk to my best friend about it, which was like a nice little moment.
0: It was really good. For the two of them. Um, yeah, and I like that she was like, I hate who I have become. You know, and like she's aware that she is being clingy and like over dramatic and she just like hates that she's doing it but it's like she can't stop herself at the same time
1: yeah but like that always bothers me because like yes you can stop yourself just just stop doing it you're a grown woman
0: yeah she is a grown woman I've... i was
1: watching fucking Grey's anatomy and these two characters are crying and fighting with each other because one of them is dating a boy that the other one likes and i'm like you are women in your 30s i'm like cut it the fuck out and i just feel like tv is perpetuating this idea that this is a normal way for grown adults to behave yeah and it's bothering me right now That's and i fair. feel like this is the same kind of thing as where they're having these really juvenile fights about their relationship that are based on paranoia and jealousy and miscommunication and this This doesn't need to happen. You can just be a mature adult about things. And I realize I'm the same person who just didn't ask the girl she's seen what she was going to do after her job (laughs) was finished because she was afraid of the answer. But, um, shut up, first of all. And second of all, like, that was. I feel like that's different because I'm not fighting with her about it and I'm not assuming things based on the fact that I'm too cowardly to ask her. I'm just not asking her and living with the consequences of not knowing. Yeah. Like, I'm making a choice and living with the consequences, which is something that's not happening here. It's like, sh- tell her you have a problem with her talking to Lana if you're going to. Laura, whatever the fuck. <laughs> or, even better, get the fuck over it. She's allowed to talk to her. Yeah. Like, there are options here. Yeah. And instead, they're just being, like, the pettiest, most childish, least communicative they can be about it because you know, rule of drama, that's what makes for better TV fights. And it's just, it's not how people should act. Yeah. It's not setting a good example for us as viewers.
0: You're right. Yeah, I'm actually glad that you said that, because, like, I have been Alice in this situation, but, you know, at the same time, when I was Alice, I was fucking 17 years old. Exactly. These are, they're acting like
1: teenagers. Adults on TV act like teenagers a lot. Yeah. And it really gives you this idea that this shit is normal and that it's okay to never grow up I and mean, it's just it's not
0: that's a lot coming from someone with a uh, peter pan right behind you
1: just kidding i have a peter pan tattoo
0: okay and Wait. I am... whoa wait i knew this i don't yes. know why i always forget
1: i love peter pan but i mean i went to a school named after peter pan
0: so it's an homage i know but yeah
1: i got peter pan behind me i love peter pan but you know what happens at the end of peter pan the kids go home and
0: grow up. That's true. I yeah. really only said it because I was thinking about your um, the picture behind you.
1: Yeah, well, the picture <laughs> behind me is awesome. I got it in Disney World. Oh, that's so. cute. Mm-hmm. Aww. And you can still go to Disney World as an adult. You can still
0: have fun. Just, you can you have know. more fun in Disney yeah, as an adult because awesome. you can drink.
1: Mm-hmm. Also because I was in a wheelchair, so I didn't have to walk. Ooh, That's the way nice. to do it. Get pushed. I'm going to the Renfest and getting pushed soon, and I'm so excited. Yes. No walking for me. Nice. Yep. Yeah, it's the way to live. Um. Okay. So
0: yes, Dana and Alice. Did they come to any sort of conclusion at the end of this? Um. Okay. The conclusion is that like Alice, because like before this, it's like they're gonna break up, and then sort of the end of what Alice is saying makes you think that they're gonna stay together. We know that they don't, but it feels like, okay, Alice is going to do better and they're going to have a great relationship where, you know, they're like cool and healthy. Doesn't happen. Is
1: she just going to be with Lara when the next season starts? Yep. They really do like skipping stuff. Yep. They don't want any plot. They don't give a shit. (laughs) They really do like the plot to happen off screen and for us just to see the reactions to it. That's the choice. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's just like if i wrote a tv
1: show and i would just shy away from any sort of scenes where anything had to happen and just have people sitting around talking and this is why i should not write a tv show
0: because it would turn into happened. the l word
1: it would be the l word i would write the l word and people would have a problem with it and they fucking well should because i'm offensive as shit. i have bad opinions and i don't like plot and i write teenagers so i would write a bunch of whiny teenagers as adults
0: but your teenagers that you write are at least, like, more interesting. Well, they were. I don't write them anymore because I don't write books anymore. So, R.I.P. You can keep saying that. I will. I'm well, just gonna have to cry. That's fine. I
1: cry a lot. It happens. <laughs> um, Speaking of crying, Jenny? Yeah, let's talk about Jenny. Okay, um, so,
0: yes. She takes <laughs> the bus. <laughs> she takes the bus just so much because that is just... That is the sign that you're in a bad place in your life is when you take the bus. It's symbolic of transition,
1: Jesse. I guess. Of movement from one place, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Your theory that she's been cutting herself this whole time definitely holds up because she had a hidden razor blade, and that's not a thing that a normal person has.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, so she's like in the bathtub in her makeup from the night before. That really bothers me.
1: Take your makeup off first.
0: Yeah. She really was just, like, sitting in the fucking tub, and then she that's gets... That's when you know
1: that she's just in a bad place, when you don't even take off the eye makeup before you get in the shower. That's just... It's no yeah. way She's got my mom's herbal essences behind her. <laughs> she's <laughs> just doing the whole
0: thing. <laughs> um, and then she, you know, like you said, gets her razor blade that she has gotten or removed or whatever, um, and she, you know, proceeds to cut herself and you don't really see it because then it cuts to the uh, hallway where Shane and Carmen are getting ready to go from their fuck fest to the hospital to see <laughs> the new baby <laughs> and Jenny uh, starts fucking sobbing this traumatic bitch
1: okay I hate to say it but who I, I know that I'm gonna offend someone who cries while they cut themselves is this a thing
0: I I definitely do Okay, because for me, like,
1: definitely no crying when I cut myself. Like, I will be crying, like, before, and then, like, maybe after. But, like, the cutting is, like, instead of crying, in a way, if that makes sense. Like, there's mm, no, that makes like, perfect a, sense. Like, there's like, a numbness and an automation to it, I guess. So mm. the idea for me of crying while you cut yourself, for me, I was just like, that's that's two things. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. I'm like, those don't
0: mix. <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> like, Usually, like, the cutting is, like, in the middle. Yeah, Totally. But you have to stop the crying during mm. it.
1: Like, you can't continue.
0: <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> during, so like, weird. a lull, but I'm definitely crying. And then when it's, like, happening or done, it's the possible crying just crescendoes at that
1: point. And she was crying. I did like that they have her cut her leg because it's less cliche. Yes. And I did appreciate that. Because I feel like everybody on TV, when they cut, it's in the same place. Yeah. Um, and, like, mix it up. Your body is a canvas. You've got so many places. I'm a yeah. terrible person. Please don't cut yourself.
0: I'm... I'm gonna... No, I can't. I can't, because I know we just said don't cut yourself. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother. I'm not gonna... I got it. I got it. It's really itching me, okay? <laughs> Do it. Like, why? Why would you cut it somewhere where, like, people can see it so easy? I the don't get it. The of your it. thighs are right there. What? You have... The insides of your thighs are right there. Prime I agree, point. but also, like, the typical places that you would think of, like... Some people want to get caught because they need help, and that's the best mm-hmm, way to do it. Mm-hmm. And you might be psychological, and you aren't even, like, able to express it verbally. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I can't risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, I did my arms when I was... I don't cut
1: anymore, for the record. I did my arms I when I was have not in, like, younger. a few months,
0: just so everyone knows. Also. I did my
1: arms when I... Oh, and we're allowed to joke about this because it's our issue, and yeah. so... We're laughing because it's a coping mechanism, so everybody just calm the fuck down. Cat's always accusing me of being pro-cutting on Degrassi, and it's a whole thing. But, um, oh, I, I just, I get into rants where I just, I'm like, if you're allowed to binge drink, why aren't you allowed to cut yourself? And I don't, nobody has ever told me an acceptable answer. But, okay,
0: sure. There's, um, yeah.
1: You can smoke cigarettes, but you can't cut yourself. Like I'm not saying these are good habits. Been drinking and smoking cigarettes, also not good habits. But we're not, you know, sending people away for them. But hey, what do I know? You, um, I'm, with, I come you, I'm with you. When I was younger, because it was like the only thing I'd ever seen people do, and I was yeah. copying people who I'd seen do it. Um, and then when I got older, I would do my hip bones a lot and replace yeah. where I could disguise it as stretch marks, which a friend taught me to do. Also, a lot of this is learned behavior. Really? But, um, yeah, she did it and told me that that's where she did it. So, I was like, "Oh, that's smart." So, I would do that. But I would do it inside of my thighs a lot because you could hide it. Hip bones yeah. because you could hide it. Yeah. And um but I mean sometimes, yeah, I would do fancy pretty shit where people could see it. Mm. Um, and when I got to college, I would sometimes do it where people could see it because nobody could do anything, and I kind of liked that. Mm. And I would let it show in class, and I'd just be like, fucking look at me, I'm a goddamn mess, and there is nothing any of you bitches are going to do about it. So it was kind of like my weird ta- uh, challenge. But again, I'm a mentally ill person, so you don't want to do the shit that I do. Yeah. Um, but that yeah. was where I was at the time.
0: Yeah. Um. A lot of... Jenny's scene really like rings true to my personal experience. Mm, okay. Um, and so I was wondering, like, how you felt about it. Like, did you find it to be realistic? Um, the crying
1: really pulled me out of it. I realized mm. this is such a weird thing, but for me, that felt very um, affected. That felt very like she's crying because she's doing this really bad, painful thing. And for me, it never feels bad or painful when I'm doing it so that for me felt very much like look at look we're showing you that she's sad so that you know this is bad so that was mm. not great for me um the scene when Shane discovered her no one's ever discovered me like in the process of cutting or like right I mean, after same. anything and I would feel so violated by it so that was hard for me to process um I did like her sort of admission that she needed help and her realization of it that felt very real to me and I liked that Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't mind this scene. It didn't feel like, it didn't feel exactly true to my experience, but it didn't feel false, if that makes sense. Except for the crime, which I'm willing to, to <laughs> understand is just me being weird. But um, it, it felt like kind of true to somebody else's experience in a way. So I was not looking at it going, this is wrong. So,
0: yeah. yeah. I definitely really like this because I think it's like the best sort of representation of uh someone who is like dealing with I like to think of cutting as an addiction
1: because
0: mm-hmm. um, for in my experience it definitely was that way mm-hmm. um and so I like god what the fuck was I saying my brain is thinking about like six different things right now <laughs> like my arm itches and I have to think about what I'm saying next and I have an essay to write and I'm going drinking tonight because I'm a fucking mess um I think if we are going to portray it as an addiction, though, we would have need to have seen it before today. Oh, no. I definitely don't think they're trying to portray this as oh, okay. an addiction. Um, but what I was trying to say was that, like... Well, I, okay. So I guess what I was trying to say was that um, for me with self-harm, like, and with all of the things that I was doing destructively with my mental illness, is that, like, I always wanted someone to save me from myself. Mm, Yeah. Um, and I think some of this also stems from something that Jenny said earlier about, like, you've got all these, like, repressed... She she has all these repressed memories. And, like, she'll think back on them as an adult and, like, half of them won't make sense. And she's like, did I make this up? Yeah. that um, I, I liked that scene a lot. Yeah. And, like, that's something that I can also relate to is mm-hmm, that, like, like, what the fuck in my life is real. And because mm-hmm. of that, like, sometimes especially when I was younger, I felt like I was at the mercy of someone else controlling me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I definitely think that that's a part of mental illness. Um, and I just, I don't know. I thought it was really nice. And like the way that Shane wasn't, she didn't like talk down to Jenny about it. Yeah. She, it was like, it really felt like one of the few scenes where you see it and it's on level, like, like, Footing and also where, like, the, like, scene of the cutting is a little bit more realistic than, um, like, you've seen Degrassi, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find Ellie's scenes to be, like, a little, they feel manufactured. I have
1: a lot of problems with uh, Ellie's cutting storyline. Um, yeah. There's one moment that we really called out on Degrassi where she is telling her mom about it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, your drinking made me cut myself. And the way she says cut, she hits the C really hard. And it's like, you can tell that she's saying, listen to this disgusting word that you've made me do. And that mm-hmm. felt, Kat and I both agreed that that was just felt so offensive. Mm-hmm. And that it was so obviously alienating people who cut themselves in it. It, was, it reminded me of the self mutilation as a term, which I hate.
0: I hate that. Yeah, My of course, dad said that when he found oh, out. Awful. Yeah. It's like, you Um, don't need to mutilate yourself. And I was like, shut the fuck up, dad. Don't fucking tell me. I asked you to take me to therapy. You wouldn't do it.
1: I think for me, I've definitely had feelings where I know that I need help from people, Mm -hmm. but I've never wanted it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So I think the whole like wanting people to save you thing, for me, I don't relate to because I very much withdraw into myself. And, like, I talk about stuff, like, I talked at the beginning of this podcast about how incredibly depressed I am, but I do it in, like, a joking way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, like, my brain knows that I need to do something, but I really just want people to leave me alone. So when people ask me, like, how are you doing? I, like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to tell people my feelings. So, um, that's just my personality, I guess. But the idea for me, I get uncomfortable watching scenes where characters are confronted by people who love them on TV shows who get them help even though I know that this is a positive thing just because I feel so like third hand or whatever violated by second hand oh. I don't know where the third came in where I just want them to have their privacy and I want them to just like gently self-destruct on their own I guess I don't know what I want <laughs> but I just am so I feel so exposed by it in a way that makes me really uncomfortable. So, like, Shane here hugging her and telling her she's gonna get her help is a lovely, positive thing, but it makes me, like, it makes my skin crawl because I don't want anyone to do that to me. Because I'm messed up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hate the face that you just gave me. What did I do? It just, like... You know, like those memes from like 2008, and it's like, "Welcome to my dark, twisted mind." Like I'm just rude. so messed up, um, and like your this face kind of looks. right that. now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just like told you something like sensitive and emotional, and you're like, you know those emo kids from 2008. <laughs> I'm sorry, That's I'm so a mean. bad friend.
0: Yes, that was mean. No, it was just, like, it wasn't intentional, but it really, like, I'm so sorry. Mm. You don't ever open up to me ever again, because I... I'm not going to.
1: It's The vault is closed.
0: God, I'm oh, so sorry. You
1: lost it. It's over now.
0: Ugh, I messed up so bad, you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't worry about it. No one needs to hear my inner thoughts anyway. They're awful.
0: I respect and listen to your inner thoughts. Oh, don't. It's a bad idea. Um, do we have anything else? Ugh, we have sponsorships! Oh, yay!
1: Oh, wait, there was a brief glimpse of Mark doing something. (laughs) And I guess that was his last appearance. What? And I guess that was his last appearance. That was was his last appearance. Very anticlimactic. And, um... There was a mention that Kit was going to break up with her boyfriend, and I don't imagine we're going to see him again.
0: No, we never was, will see him again. <laughs>
1: it's also really anticlimactic that we don't see the breakup or anything like that. And then after all that stuff with Mark, he just, like, peters out. Like, you really should have had him leave a couple episodes ago, but... Yeah. I guess I'm glad actors get paid. I don't know. The show is a mess. It's like, they're just making this up as they go along. They really are.
0: They <sighs> really, mean. truly are. All right, um, sponsors, hit us up. Okay, so... You guys should pay us on Steady HQ, mm-hmm. just in case you didn't know that. And I will say it again at the end. But also, we are partnered with um Haute Butch, which you guys probably have heard of, because we've mentioned it the last several episodes. Um, you can go to uh, hotebutch.com backslash uh, ref backslash 119. And you can buy yourself some cool stuff from their website through that link. And if you do that, then we also get some money. Yes. Just excellent. Okay. Hot
1: or not? Hot or not. Um, hot, hot, hot. You know what? I'm going to give it to Dana. Okay. I liked her training at the beginning when you said that thing about, can't I just be a second rate tennis player who's more famous for being a lesbian? I thought that was really funny. I liked that. Um, I liked how she didn't let Alice, Make her feel bad for standing her ground about not being ready to move in. Yeah. and she really was in charge of herself in a way that we haven't really seen from her.
0: Yeah. Um, and she looks good, so I'll that's give cool. It to Dana. yeah. i I'm gonna give it to Jenny. Okay. Um, and that's because i um I really felt like her experience really like reflected a lot of mine. And I find that that is very rare, so I wanted to give her props for it. I appreciate that. Uh Not. Oh, uh, it's gotta be, because uh, I think I know who yours is gonna be. I could, I could go
1: one of two ways, so I'm just gonna wait and see who you pick and then pick the other one.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, well, I'm gonna go with Tina. Oh, that wasn't one of mine, okay. Okay, because I think home births are stupid. <laughs> um i also think that giving birth on your back which is what modern medicine has us do is bad yeah but um whatever i i just really think that like she was just so fucking underprepared and it like god they could have at least pretended she was more prepared
1: yeah that's true they were not on it and then she got a fever out of nowhere and like come on pull yourself together tina
0: yeah and she totally could have stood up for herself more with Helena and like I wish she had
1: yeah I'm gonna give it to Helena good because she was garbage yeah because she has no clear motivations uh I don't know how she actually feels about anybody and I feel like her whole appearance this entire season has been a waste of my time
0: yeah it really has been you
1: hyped her up for me and I am just disappointed
0: it's because she's hot
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think she's hot so. Uh, she like I really like woman. her a lot
0: third season So I
1: don't think straight women are hot and I think she looks like a straight woman So
0: mm, I, I don't see it Um, just a fucking mess for straight women every time oh
1: god hopefully you'll grow out of that I hopefully really hope so
0: and I hope I stop dating bisexuals that don't want to date me
1: and I still hope you stop dating men these are my wishes I, for I you know. I, know.
0: <laughs> I have hopes I dated men when I was your age it's okay there's yeah. Time. They're just so easy.
1: Yeah, but that's the problem.
0: I know. I don't want to marry a man. Who does? Is that all that we have?
1: It's all that I have. I mean, we've been talking for over <laughs> an hour, so.
0: Oh, no, I forgot. Oh, we gotta talk about what the fuck is gonna happen next season. Yes! Dana's gonna die! Well, I'm thinking mostly about like the first episode of next season.
1: Okay, but next season she's gonna die. I know. I'm sad. excited for it.
0: Exactly for people. me. All I the like hot killing women. people. Ugh. okay. Guess what the fucking name of the first is It's Labia Majora! <laughs> it's the worst. I Ugh. can't believe that. I saw that and I was like,
1: oh, so we're just we're just going for it then.
0: Really going for it. And it's written by Eileen Shaken, so are we surprised? Literally no one but Eileen Shaken would name an
1: episode Labia Majora. It's her uh-huh. ref- she loves vaginas. She's a transphobic lesbian.
0: Yep. Um, so this episode, um, episode one was season three, which you guys will get in two weeks. Six months later, Ben and Tina, now back together, try to deal with parenting their baby daughter, Angelica, while trying to handle a disagreeable social worker who disapproves of their unorthodox parenting methods. Rude. They're, they're really stupid with being parents. Uh, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so it's fair. <laughs> Um, Alice, now hosting her own radio show, The Chart, in Santa Monica, which she already was, Yeah, cannot get over her breakup with Dana. Ugh. It turns out that Dana's talk with Laura resulted in them sleeping together and deciding to renew their relationship, um, which led to Dana leaving Alice. Helena decides to go into the movie business by purchasing a small and struggling studio, which Tina works for. Um, with Mark having moved out of the house... Carmen has moved in, and her romantic relationship with Shane gets a little bit more serious when Carmen wants to take Shane to meet her parents, and Shane agrees to act straight. What? Uh, Yeah, it's, like, so, like, obvious that, like, she's so gay, which is part of what makes it funny.
1: I cannot picture Shane passing for straight.
0: She doesn't, but it's funny.
1: Does she, like, wear a dress?
0: Uh, at one point. (gasps) Yeah, you'll see her in a dress this season.
1: Oh, my God. Is it a wedding dress?
0: No, but it is white. Huh. Yeah. Kit goes to her son, David, over a medical condition of hers. It's fucking menopause. She thinks she's dying. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny, recovering at her parents' house in Illinois for her nervous breakdown, decides that she has had enough of Midwest life and ponders moving back to L.A. with her new ultra-butch girlfriend, Moira, who transitions later and is max yes um but also how many fucking orthodox Jews are in Illinois I need to look this up
1: I don't know I guess it depends where in Illinois like I believe that there's a faction in Chicago
0: well but they're not in Chicago they're like in the middle of fucking nowhere I don't know I guess
1: there's some of them everywhere
0: do we know that they're orthodox yes we do know that they are orthodox I don't know uh, all I can find out is that in nineteen thirty, there was two hundred seventy-five thousand, hundred thousand Jews.
1: That doesn't yeah. sound very
0: many. Jews seem to only exist in Chicago. Mm. Are we surprised?
1: No, Jews yeah. like cities.
0: Yeah, that's because Our habitat. we don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> we don't far. know
1: how to drive, so we can't go where there's not public transportation. Exactly. I don't know if Jews not being able to drive is a stereotype, but I've just no, created it, definitely. so. <laughs>
0: Um, most gays of the Jews can't I know drive, are... which is definitely why Jenny never fucking drives in this show.
1: Most of the Jews I know are bad drivers, so.
0: Um, excuse me. I said most. Listen, I'm gay
1: and I drive. So, I whatever. I'm gay and Jewish. I don't drive well, but I do drive.
0: I'm gay and Jewish and I am a very good driver. Alright. So. I have mm-hmm. seen your face. I'm, you've got I'm really doesn't...
1: lucky that I didn't come out until after I got my driver's license or I fucking never would have gotten it. I, I would have been way too gay. So. <laughs> Good for yeah. that. I already failed the test twice as it was, so.
0: Oh, I failed it once. Parallel parking,
1: man. Can't do it. They took it off the test. That's really good. They did not take it off back when I was getting my license, and that's why I failed twice. And then my third time, the guy took pity on me and talked me through it, or I still would not have a driver's license. Aww. So, yeah.
0: It's not like you need it in the DMV.
1: Oh, I've never done it since my test.
0: Wow. Not once. I parallel park, like, every day, um, and I had to basically relearn it to do it in Pittsburgh.
1: I I cannot do it yeah okay you're grabbing your tits already so I guess it's time for us to hang up that's usually oh your God. signal that we're done you we start grabbing your tits
0: okay fine uh thank you guys for listening please go and support us financially on Steady HQ that's like basically just Patreon but like not Patreon um and if you want to know why we aren't using Patreon you can ask Hannah about it it's a um, whole thing I don't really understand it. But because it's I already have I respect one, them. so I feel like I'm cheating
1: people out of money. Also because we don't want to produce extra content.
0: Yeah. No, we're not. We
1: we're want not you to pay us for anything. doing nothing, so yeah, none of that.
0: Um, but, like we said, you want to donate half a milli? Yeah, consider. go for it. You can go and follow us on Twitter for now as at LOLWordPPN. Our Facebook group is still LOLWordPodcastFans and our Facebook page is still LOL Word Podcast. Yes. Um, all of these things are probably going to change with the new name, just because why well, keep the old socials with the old name? Like, that just, it's not going to... That gonna... makes no sense.
1: We want to be as confusing as possible, so...
0: Yeah. We've got to
1: change everything <laughs> that you have come to believe. You can also exactly. follow her at... Uh, them, sorry, at jessie That's underscore me. Quinn, or me at Hannah Mosk.
0: Nice. Yes. Um, thank you guys Wow, that was a burp that had something in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening.
1: Adopt a cat. Adopt a fucking
0: cat. I am the eater.